invite you to join me in Psalm 23. We're going to back up a little bit this evening. Psalm 23. <clears throat> the first car I ever had was a 1996 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. It was a goldish color. Not very pretty, um, but my parents got a good deal on it, and uh, so they gave it to me as a gift one year, and that was my first car. It didn't take me long to wreck that car. Uh, I was driving home from uh, somewhere that I had been at night with my friends. Uh, it was this place in Greenville called Frankie's Fun Park. They had putt-putt and go-karts and all this kind of stuff, and so we'd been over there. I was driving home. My parents had asked me to be home by a certain time, and like the foolish high schooler that I was, I kept pushing it, and I know I live 20 minutes away, but, you know, if I catch the lights, I can get there in 15, you know, so I kept pushing it back and back and back, and finally it came where, where I was in a hurry to get home, and uh, it was dark, it was night, and it was raining, and I knew of a shortcut that I took, but it was roads that I was unfamiliar with, and so I was going uh, not too over the speed limit, pretty much at the speed limit, but it was raining, and it was dark, and it was roads that I was not familiar with. And so I came around a corner, and there was another sharp turn. I missed it, uh, and my car skidded on the road, did a full 180. I hit the ditch, 180 back, and got right back and kept going. <laughs> but then uh, it turned out that my uh, bumper was dragging behind me, so I had to pull over, and my dad had to come. I was not, he was not in a good mood. I was, I was in trouble that night. But as I think about that, You've probably been in a situation like that, uh, maybe not where you're in a hurry or anything, but, but where you're driving on unfamiliar roads at night and the dark. And what do you tend to do in that situation? You tend to slow down, do you not? You slow down. You, if you're like me, you probably turn the radio off so you can really concentrate. You're holding both wheels, or both hands on the wheel, and you're going slowly because you can only see as far as those lights go, right? You don't know what lies ahead. You, you're very reactionary. As I was thinking about that, life's a lot like that, is it not? Life's a lot like driving on an unfamiliar road at night. You don't know what lies ahead. You can see a little bit ahead. You kind of have an idea what's coming. But life is very reactionary like that, is it not? As you come to Psalm 23, in Psalm 23, it's a comfort to us. Because in Psalm 23, we're reminded that though we don't know the road, though we don't know what is coming, our shepherd does. And so our hope is not in knowing that road. Our hope is in knowing our shepherd. Psalm 23 says this, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me. In the presence of my enemies, you anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
I spent a lot of time in Psalm 23 today. Um, Bernie Tucker, I've been on the phone with Bev this evening, or today, preparing for the funeral. Uh, I have the details there for that, the funeral, the visitation uh, and funeral are going to be here at Altoona Regular Baptist Church this coming Saturday. The visitation will be at 1 p.m. and the funeral will be at 2 p.m. And so I've been talking with her uh, today on the phone a little bit, uh, kind of preparing for that, uh, looking ahead, kind of thinking about what, what I'm going to say. And then this afternoon, I got a call uh, from Gail Hines, kind of giving some updates on Bill and Hazel. Bill was moved uh, to um, a floor in the hospital where they could uh, monitor him better. He was not doing well. Uh, he was incoherent. Uh, Hazel has been moved into rehab uh, for at least uh, 20 days, uh, likely a lot longer. Um, and then it wasn't too much longer that I got a call from a, hot, from a doctor and they said, you need to come down right now. The Heinz family wants you because Bill is dying. So this afternoon I drove down to the hospital and at 4 o'clock Bill passed away. So I sat there with the family. We talked. We prayed. We read Psalm 23 together. That was one of those turns that they didn't see coming this week. The same with Bernie and with Bev. That was not something that they saw coming. And yet that's so much what life is like. And this evening as I kind of got back and I was settled in my office and I was sitting there and I was thinking about what to do tonight, what to say tonight, I was just drawn back to this passage that I had sat there and read with the Hines this afternoon. And that idea that, you know, this was surprising, but my shepherd knew. And he still knows. You can continue to pray for the Hines if you think about it as they make plans. They were, uh, <coughs> I left them there at the hospital about 4.30ish and they were getting ready to head uh, down to tell Hazel. Uh, so, so you can pray for them as you think about it today, this evening, in the coming weeks as they make plans. But as we have that in our mind, and we're thinking about those things like that, like the sudden turns in life, those changes that we don't see coming, and maybe it's not something as big as, as, as a loved one passing away kind of quickly or unexpectedly. Maybe it's um, a change in your job, something with your children. It's, it's a change in health, or, or there's all kinds of things. And life often feels out of control. We're so reactionary. And yet Psalm 23 is a comfort to those who are in Christ. It's a reminder that you can trust the Lord who knows you. You can trust the Lord who leads you. You can trust the Lord who keeps you. These first two verses of Psalm 23 remind us that you can trust the Lord who knows you. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's very personal. That's not just a blanket statement. The Lord is a shepherd. The Lord is like a shepherd. That's a personal statement. The Lord is my shepherd. He is mine. That means that I am his sheep. He cares for me. 
He knows me. In fact, because he is my shepherd, I shall not want. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In fact, that's kind of the theme that goes through the rest of the psalm. I shall not want. I shall not want in green pastures. I shall not want beside still waters. I shall not want in the presence of my enemies. I shall not want in the valley of death. I shall not want even into eternity. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Verse 2, you see still that he knows me. As my shepherd, what does he do? He makes me lie down in green pastures. He takes me to places where I need. He leads me beside still waters. Why still waters? Because if you know anything about shepherding or sheep, you know that fast-moving water or anything would spook them. They can't handle that. But my shepherd knows what I can handle. And so he leads me beside still waters. Not only does he know you, he's leading you. He's leading you. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness so that life can be easy. Is that what it says? He leads me in the paths of righteousness. Why? For his name's sake. For his name's sake. Because I am his sheep. And he will care for me. And he will lead me. And he will get me to where I need to be for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. My shepherd doesn't just kind of lead me there and say, all right, go on, I'll see you on the other side. When you are walking through the valley of the shadow of death, this dark valley, this valley that to so many is hopeless, And yet when you are there with your shepherd, he is leading you through this. He is there with you. He is guiding you. He is comforting you. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Even in the valley of the shadow of death. There is, I have no business being comforted in the valley of the shadow of death. That's a place where you shouldn't feel comfort. But I do. Why? Because my shepherd is leading me. Because my shepherd guides me. Because my shepherd cares for me. Because my shepherd is there with me. Because my shepherd is the Lord, I shall not want, even in the valley of the shadow of death. He knows you. He leads you. If you come to verses 5 and 6 and the end of this journey, you see that he keeps you. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Right, so even in the presence of enemies, the Lord is caring for you. In fact, you anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. That reminds me of a Bernie Tucker quote. You'd see him sometimes and say, Hey, Bernie, how you doing? He would say, I'm drinking from the saucer because my cup is overflowing. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. My shepherd cares for me, and he cares for me abundantly. He knows me. He knows my needs. And because he's my shepherd, because he is with me, because he comforts me, because he leads me, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. 
as I was sitting with the Heinz this evening and we were talking, it was mentioned that, you know, if, if Bill were here right now, that would be his testimony. At 95 years old, as he's come to the end of his life, if, he, if, he was, if there were still a few hours left and he was sitting there, that would be his testimony. Goodness and mercy have followed me all the days of my life because the Lord is my shepherd. Notice that goodness and mercy has followed me all the days of my life. The same person that says that is the same person who walked through the valley of the shadow of death. Psalm 23 is not all green pastures and still waters. As you walk through this journey of Psalm 23, you go through the valley of the shadow of death. You sit in the presence of enemies. And yet at the end of this psalm, the psalmist still says, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, regardless of where I go. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Forever. The Lord who leads you, the Lord who knows you, he's the Lord who will keep you. Forever. Psalm 23 brings an eternal perspective to our immediate context of life. To a life that so often feels so jerky, so back and forth, so, so reactionary. We don't know what's coming, but our shepherd does. And Psalm 23 invites us to step back and to gain the eternal perspective at this life. In fact, the entire psalm is the application of verse 1. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. On this whole journey through life. And green pastures beside still waters. In the valley of the shadow of death, in the presence of my enemies, all the days of my life, even into eternity, I shall not want. Because the Lord is my shepherd. So when you struggle to rejoice in your surroundings, rejoice in your shepherd. He is the Lord and he is good. He is good in green pastures. He is good beside still waters. And he is just as good in the valley of the shadow of death. And he is just as good in the presence of your enemies because he is the Lord. And if you are in Christ, he is your shepherd. In life and in eternity. So, if you're here this evening and maybe like me, you have a heavy heart, you probably have more going on in your life that I'm not aware of beyond just um, this brother in Christ who's passed away, two brothers in Christ in the last week and a half. And yet even as we gather here this evening and even as we mourn and we look forward to two funerals that are coming, we rejoice in our good shepherd who leads us. We have hope. Just a couple of prayer requests before we take some more. I mentioned the details before 